Hi, welcome to a new episode of Aya. This is Emily. And I'm Serena. So today we're going to talk about something that's more related to our personal experience. Yeah, we're going to talk about our bilingual struggles. Yeah, so as you may know, we speak English and Mandarin, and we realize that it's actually really hard to, to speak both languages sometimes because it gets mixed up in our brain. Yeah, didn't you tell me a long time ago there was something like if you speak two languages, you'll only know 50% of that language? Oh, yeah. It's like your brain only has the capacity for one language. Yeah. So it's like we technically, we can only learn like 50% of English vocabulary and then 50% of Chinese vocabulary. I'm not sure how true that is, though. <laughs> I'm not sure either, <laughs> but it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does, because I feel like I can't. I can't really convey myself properly in just one language anymore. Yeah, like whenever, so, so sometimes Serena and I, we try this thing called you can, you're only allowed to speak English or you're only allowed to speak Mandarin. It's like a game that we play and we fail miserably every time because we only speak Chinglish to each other. It's so hard. Like sometimes I would have to physically stop in the middle of a sentence to think about the word I want to say. Yeah, and then you translate it in a very whack way. And <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. But I think like, interestingly, I think it's more, it's easier for us to speak just English to each other, but it's harder for us to speak just Chinese to each other. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's because we learned all the hard words here. Do you know oh. what I mean? Yeah, it's like the more technical terms for certain things. Yeah, yeah. Like metabolism, for example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, speaking of metabolism, okay, do you want to tell the story? Okay, yeah. So I was studying for a, chem uh, sorry, a biology test in ninth grade, I think. And I think Emily's brain was being kind of whack that day. <laughs> But I was asking her to help me study, and one of the words on there was metabolism. And she, like, I had to answer the meaning of metabolism. She was like, hmm, what is metabolism? <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, metabolism? You don't know what metabolism is? I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Wait, but I think at the moment I genuinely thought that's how you're supposed to pronounce the word, like metabolism. Even right now, as I say it, it sounds so right. It does not sound right at all. Okay. Yeah, and there are like many, many other instances of that. You can feel free to roast me here. Okay, this is the funniest thing that she's ever said in her whole entire life. So I'll tell you the story. I was just in my room, right, doing homework as usual. And then she comes in really mad. She's like, wait, I wasn't mad. No, you were mad because I think you were a junior or something. Okay. And you were like, Serena. Did you know that the seniors this year, they get to go to Yosemite? <laughs> and I'm like, where's Yosemite? <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> okay, you need to calm down. <laughs> and she's like, you don't know Yosemite? <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't know what Yosemite is. And I'm like dying laughing because I know she's talking about Yosemite. And I was like, no, I don't know what y Yosemite is. And she's like, Yosemite, the Yosemite. That's like, okay. <laughs> okay, but in my defense. No, there's no defense. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Yeah, so that was um, a shameful part of my history. It's so funny. Yeah. I told all my friends about it. You told your friends? Yeah, because it was just so funny. <laughs> what did your friends think of it? They thought you were cute. 
Aw, thanks. <laughs> if Serena's friends are listening to this podcast, you guys are much sweeter than Serena. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think when I first like moved back to the U.S., I had a lot of instances like this. I remember one time in SAT class, I think we were doing reading, and I was supposed to read a paragraph, and then like there's this word called conscience in the paragraph, <laughs> and it was my first time ever seeing that word. I think I've like heard of this word somewhere before, but I didn't know what it was exactly. Like I vaguely knew the word, and so I was like. Conscience, <laughs> and then the teacher was like, "No, it's conscience." So yeah, that was really awkward. Yeah, it's really funny. And also, when we were growing up, because we only came to America during the summers, like we only visited the U.S. In yeah, the summer. yeah, during the summer, and it was really like once or twice. Yeah, we we honestly only came back like when when we were living in China, we honestly only came back to visit the U.S. I think three twice. times. Three times. Yeah, and every time we came here, it was like, we just like visited our relatives. And, and we I went like... to this stupid summer camp that literally did not enrich my math at all. <laughs> it's so that, funny. That, that math camp was called Math Enrichment, and it did not <laughs> enrich out. my math at all. Okay. Yeah, and it was like so awkward. I hated it because I couldn't, I didn't know how to make friends. And oh my god, wait. Oh my god, <laughs> we both have a story to yeah. tell here. But basically... Like, because in the U.S., when you answer questions... That's my story! That's my story! It's not your story! I thought your story was you went to the wrong classroom. I did both! (laughs) You tell... I thought the first one was my story. No. Okay. Wait, so basically, I was in math class, and the math was, like, so easy. It was, like... I was in third grade, and they were learning how to do two times three. I was, like, bruh. So I was answering a question. So the teacher was, like, oh, what's two times three? And then I raised my hand, and then I stood up, and I was, like, six. And then I sat back down. And then she went, oh, wait, sorry, no, I didn't sit back down. I just, I just like, kept standing up because I have to wait for the teacher to tell me to, to sit down. Because in China, you stand up when you answer questions. And she was, like, why are you standing? <laughs> and I was, like, whoops, That's so my bad. Did you know that I actually incorporated that story into, like, the stories that I write? like, into, like, the scripts that I write sometimes. Nice. Yeah, so thank you for the inspo. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, tell tell us about your sitting in the wrong classroom story. Oh, okay, yeah, it was the same summer camp. So the, I went, it was, like, the second year I was at summer camp. Like, mm-hmm. the first year, um, like, I remembered in the first year we did, like, in the morning we went to the math class, and then in the afternoon we went to the language class. So I thought that we were supposed to switch classrooms the second year I was there. And then... After recess, I was like, wait, it seems like I have to go to another classroom if I remember correctly. So I followed, like, another class. And then I sat there for a whole afternoon. <laughs> and then, so, like, because oh, my English... no one noticed. Yeah, my English was super bad, right? And then, so I didn't understand what, what, what was happening at all. And then my parents in the morning told my home teacher... Um, that you should like take extra care of me because I don't speak English and she was like losing her mind because she couldn't find me because that's another <laughs> classroom because my mom literally specifically told her that I couldn't like be on my own that's so funny <laughs> yeah. oh my god wait so how, how did you figure it out in the end it was like at two o'clock like class ends at like 2 30 at two o'clock like and then she came <laughs> to the classroom and she was like oh my god Serena you're here and I was like oh yeah I'm here and she was like oh you're supposed to be in the other classroom I was like oh shoot and oh then my I God. went. It was really awkward. That's super awkward. Yeah, but, but it's like a fun story to tell. <laughs> but anyway, we brought this tangent because we were going to, oh yeah, we were going to talk about something else. Yeah. So like, because um, like growing up, we only studied like Mandarin and English, right? Uh-huh. And we had like zero exposure to Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for a lot of kids growing up here, even if you didn't study Spanish, 
you at least like eat Mexican food, right? And yeah. you know things like oh burritos, tacos, and like other quesadillas. Yeah, like quesadillas. But like for the longest time, Serena and I thought it was quesadilla. No, it's quesadilla. Quesadilla. <laughs> yeah, because we literally didn't know how Spanish worked. Yeah. Yeah, and I said that to my friend, and she was like, "What is wrong with you? Why would you? Where did you even get that word from?" Okay. But anyway, I feel like you roasted me a lot, so I feel like it's my time, my turn to roast you. Oh no. Because like just a few days ago, <laughs> so we were like in the car, and I think we were talking about I, for, I forget. We were talking we were about Looting Ji. Oh yeah, Looting Ji is like a there's there's like a recent remake of that show like in China, and it's like a really famous novel too originally. But anyway, basically the main character in the novel, he practices polygamy and when Serena was telling me the story because I did I wasn't too familiar with the story and then she was like <laughs> she was like um so yeah he practices polygamy <laughs> and I was like can you please say that again because <laughs> you know, after I said that word because we were in the car you started laughing your head off and I was like oh shoot did I say something wrong and I didn't want to repeat it but yeah I basically forced you to repeat it and then I made fun of you yeah yeah but other than that you also said something that was really funny I think I don't remember like when this happened I think it was a few years ago yeah it was a few years ago so we were talking about because like parodies were really famous on YouTube Oh, like people do a lot of parodies. Yeah. And I was like telling you about a parody and I was like, oh, have you seen this parody? Because <laughs> I've only seen like the words on the YouTube titles. I was like, have you seen the parody here? And you were like, what? Okay. You know, like, parody. I realize there's a difference between the mistakes we make though. What? Like for me, my mistakes is because I had a brain fart in the moment. Because I know. Wait, now I'm pretty sure okay. Yozumai no, wasn't a brain fart. Because no. I asked you multiple times and you were like, you don't know Yozumai? And you were like literally looking at me like I was stupid. And Wait. I was like, who's the stupid one here? <laughs> Wait, no. I definitely knew it was Yosemite. I just no, had like a not. major brain fart in the moment. Okay, sure. And that's how I thought it was Yosemite. And sure, same sure, with sure. metabolism. <laughs> like sure, I knew sure, it was sure. metabolism. Okay, sure. Right? Sure. But for you, you genuinely thought it was parody. And you genuinely thought it was it was polygamy. Okay, thank so, you so much. I think your mistake is a little bit worse here. Okay. But you know, it's okay. We keep each other in check. But we... do you see how I only have two mistakes and you have three? <laughs> okay. Great. Okay, well, these are just like the the bad parts of knowing both languages because we just get confused a lot and we don't know a lot of the English words and I think I'm still learning honestly yeah yeah I feel like a lot of words I'm still not exactly sure yeah there was one experience where like one of the teachers came to our houses one of like our Chinese teachers came to our house in yeah, the U.S. in the U.S. yeah oh when you weren't oh there. oh like our teachers from China visiting yeah, yeah, oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. they came to they came to our house uh-huh and then so I was talking to one of the teachers, and then she was like, oh, so what are some projects you do in school? And I was trying to answer her. I was like, yeah, so sometimes, you're, I was trying to say it, oh, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I mean by being bilingual. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to answer it in Chinese. I was like, should I say it in Chinese? I mean, what are you trying to say? Okay, well, I'll just say it in English. So I was like, oh, yeah, so we usually make um, posters. I was trying to say that in Chinese, mm -hmm. but I did not know what the poster was in Chinese. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do some, uh, 
<laughs> so, zhi is paper. <laughs> I was just like, zhi做一些,做一些, um, uh, like, and I just like did not do Okay, so you literally awkward. said big paper. Yeah, I literally said big paper. I didn't want to say poster. That's really awkward. Yeah, I, I actually can only speak in Chinglish because, so there's like these things called Chinese in Chinese, mm -hmm. which are like four word, four character words. Yeah, four character words that have a lot of meaning in them. Yeah, and they're usually very poetic mm -hmm. and it's like more complex words that you would use in your essays. Yeah, so even though I'm not that talented in Chinese, like from my three years in elementary school, I still have some of like Chen Yu build up in me. Okay. So sometimes when I'm writing in English, the word that comes in my mind is a Chinese word. Uh -huh. And for example, if I wanted to like say, Xiong Yu Chen Zhu, I have no idea how to say it in okay, English. Okay, first translate that. Oh, first try translating okay. that word. Xiong Yu Chen Zhu is like you're very confident about doing something. Okay, yeah, and then to translate it literally, this word means that there are bamboos in your chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it means that you feel very well prepared uh -huh. for something. Yeah, so I was trying to, like, if I had to write that in an essay, I had to use Google Translate. Mm -hmm. I would, like, type in 胸有成竹 and then look at, like, the horrible translation and then, like, change it myself and then add it in my essay. Yeah, I feel, I use, um, I'd a lot. Oh, yeah, Which is, like, I another translation lot. website. Uh-huh. Like, I do it for both when I'm writing in Chinese and writing in English because I just can't. <laughs> like, there yeah. are certain words that just don't translate. I think, especially when it comes to slangs, it's, like, almost impossible to translate. Like, how are you supposed to translate vibe into Chinese? Mm -hmm. Or, like, low-key. Yeah, like, low-key, because it's not really... When you say, oh, this is really low-key, you're not saying this person is not, like, very flashy with their mm -hmm. accomplishments or something, because low-key now also means, like, just a little bit. Mm hmm so it's like there's not a word for that in Chinese. Mm -hmm. Or when you say, oh, I'm just chilling. Like, how do you even translate that in yeah, Chinese? That, yeah, you're right. Or if you're in Chinese, if you want to say, gay, <laughs> how do you translate that to English? Yeah, that's true. It's very hard. And also because in Chinese, I think sometimes you also reference like lines from poems mm -hmm. to express like a certain mood like there are some like even though poems are usually like high art or it's like more complex I guess but there are some lines that are like everyone knows about them and you can like reference them yeah um like pretty regularly but for these lines you can't translate them into English because they're so complex and so intricate and specific it's just impossible yeah and it's like I feel like English words can't really capture like the meaning behind the yeah, Chinese Yeah, the essence. Words. Of, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I read Chinese and I'm like, wow, this language is so smart because it's so, it's so like succinct. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it has like so much, how do you say that in English? Yijing. <laughs> how do you say uh, that? Oh, oh. <laughs> vibe? <laughs> Wait, I don't think it's vibe. It's like, it has like the, the profound, the very... <laughs> Okay, I have no idea how to translate that Wait, word. Let's go to Google Translate. Artistic conception. That's not right. That makes no sense, but also it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's like the it's like the the vibe it gives. It's like the feel. Yeah. Beyond like what you see literally on the page. Yeah, and I feel like that often gets lost in translation. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah, I feel like because I we speak both languages, and when we read translations. I kind of like start doubting like when I read a translation of like another work am I losing mm. like what is inside that work too because yeah like I've read English trans translations of like Chinese poems and they suck <laughs> like actually 
Yeah, and that's kind of how like sometimes we have different personalities when we speak in Chinese and English. Okay, so what is your Chinese speaking personality versus English speaking personality? I genuinely feel like I'm more. <laughs> oh, like more outgoing. <laughs> yeah, more outgoing. Okay, there's actually a translation for this one. But also, I feel like outgoing does not like translate hopeful completely. Okay, sure. Because hopeful has like that cute, like that cute aspect in it. That makes sense. Right? That's that's true. That's right. very true. Okay, continue. Okay, well, I feel like I'm more outgoing when so I'm you're speaking like, in Chinese. So you're like you're more outgoing in a cute way when you speak <laughs> Chinese. But if you say that, that's like that sounds wrong too. <laughs> okay. But like, yeah, I feel like I'm more outgoing when I'm in. Do you think it depends on the people that you speak with? Because when you speak Chinese, it's usually with your closest friends, right? Or with me. True, true. For me, it's I know English better, but I feel like I can convey myself in Chinese better. Okay, yeah, it's like for example, I I feel that it's like I can. I think it's because it's been a while since I studied Chinese like academically, so it's easier for me to read English essays and write. Yeah, English essays, but when I need to express myself, like just like convey what I'm thinking, it's easier in Chinese. But if it's like conveying like a point or like an argument, oh, like when you're trying to debate, it's yeah, easier, it's in, easier English. in English. But also like there's like Chinese words that pop up in my head, yeah, that okay. I just can't translate on the spot. It's just like hard. Everything is hard. <laughs> okay, so do you, does your personality change? I think it does, but I think it. Also, just kind of depends on who I'm speaking with,、mm-hmm. but I do feel like sometimes for like for for example for friends I only speak English to, I feel like they're missing out on the parts of my personality where I speak Chinese. Because、mm-hmm. I feel like when I speak Chinese, I'm much more like hopeful. <laughs> yeah, I'm much more like outgoing in a cute way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I feel like I'm more troll, and I feel like I'm. Funnier when I'm in Ch-、mm-hmm. when I speak in Chinese because it's easier for me to crack jokes. Yeah, like subjectively, I think I like Chinese internet slang so much more than English internet slang. Ah,、uh, yeah. Well, I get hate for this. <laughs> I mean, like I feel like English internet slangs are sometimes cringe. Yeah. Or like at least when it first starts out. But I think Chinese internet slangs are just so creative.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it like it usually stems from something really unexpected. Yeah, something super random. Yeah, like, for example, should we talk about the phones of hell? Oh, okay. Yeah, wait. Follow my TikTok for <laughs> for more lessons on Chinese internet slangs. But continue. So, um, there's a slang in Chinese that's oh, what the phones of hell, which directly translates to my house collapsed. Yeah, and what that means is usually when. Uh, like our last episode, we talked about like、uh, the idol culture is very strong in China. So that、um, slang is used when your idol starts dating.、Mm-hmm. So it's like you lost your idol,、mm-hmm. so your house collapsed. And、mm-hmm. do you want to explain where that stemmed from? Okay, yeah. So it actually stemmed from an interview, like a Korean grandma,、mm-hmm. like a super random interview. But basically, she was saying how like、um, she saw that someone's house was on fire. And then she was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna go check it out." And then she realized it was her own house. <laughs> yeah, so her house collapsed basically. Yeah, so that's where like the inspiration came from. So it's super random, but also really funny. Yeah, but and it's like such a it's a good word to use. Like every time I see an idol's name <clears throat> on like hot search on on the Chinese Twitter. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, she's got a fancy old house." 
Like whose house collapsed? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, translator. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stop speaking only in Chinese because okay, okay. I can't add subtitles to this. Yeah, we also um, in quarantine I've been speaking so much more Chinese. Oh, same. I feel like I've just fully become like a more Chinese person during quarantine. Yeah. I think it's because. I'm at home with parents and you. Yeah, and, then and we I'm just, hella Chinese. So. Yeah, and then we just like watch Chinese shows all the time and speak in Chinese all the time. Mm-hmm. And eat in Chinese. <laughs> what do you mean eat in <laughs> Okay, true. Okay, that didn't make sense, but it also kind of makes sense. Okay. But I think like speaking both languages does have its perks. Like I'm mm-hmm. so glad that I'm fluent in both. And do you feel like, do people usually realize that you're, fluent in Chinese no actually because like for people that oh I'm pretty sure like a a lot of I'm pretty sure like most people know I speak Chinese but like teachers like I was writing a story about how I lived in China and the teacher was like well I did not know that you lived in China Mm -hmm. because your English is so good Mm -hmm. and like that really makes me happy you know (laughs) because I tried hard to get rid of my accent (laughs) yeah and I think speaking of accent I do want to make the point that you know how like people are always like, oh my god, British accent or like French accent, and like, Italian accent so sexy. Yeah. But then Chinese accent, people think it's gross or it's like weird. Growing up, we were taught that Chinese accent is not cool. Yeah, like I think we like purposely tried really hard to get rid of our accents. Yeah, because um, like okay, so there's this Korean band called NCT, and there's a member in there called Win Win, and he's Chinese and he speaks English with an accent, but people think it's cute. That's because he's an idol. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, for me, because I I don't really have an accent now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so I don't have an accent now, and so people also don't know that I lived in China or that I speak Chinese, but I always really want to make friends with Chinese international students. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to show that I speak Chinese. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Wait, just, like, look at Weibo right in front of their faces. Wait, that's literally what I do. <laughs> oh just, like, scroll WeChat dramatically in front of them to show that, yes, I am Chinese. Or just, like, speak Chinese in, like, a very, like, be all... Wait, what do you say? And speak Chinese in a very, um... Standard? Okay, I don't... Yeah, we couldn't find the English translation for it, but, like, speak Chinese in, like, a very native way. Oh, native, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to yeah. show that, yes, I speak Chinese, and then and then basically attract these people to me so I can become friends with them, because or else I don't know how to become friends with them. Or you can just call me and speak Chinese really loudly. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll do that next time. Because okay. I, because in high school, someone came up to me, and they are like, I didn't know you speak Chinese for the longest time. But like, uh, like someone from China, mm-hmm. and then, and then I feel like I just like missed out on friendship for a while, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, these are just some like tac- some random tactics we use. This is oddly specific, but yeah. Yeah. I I have a good question for you. Okay, what? <laughs> that we just searched up on the internet. <laughs> but basically, what question? I mean, not what question, <laughs> but basically. <laughs> I'll ask you. So, what language do you think in? Yeah, so I actually can't tell what language I think in because every time I try to think about this consciously, I lose my language. Do you know what's the answer to your question? What? It's Chinglish. Okay. <laughs> so do you think in Chinglish? Yeah, I think in Chinglish. Like, for example, when you think Bo about, show. oh my god, I'm going to fail my test tomorrow. Like, do you think about that in English or Chinese? Like, I'll just, like, say my what I think. I usually think, oh my god, I'm literally going to fail my culture tomorrow. That's what I would do. <laughs> Like how she has test in Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Chinese yeah. queen. I feel like we like expose ourselves enough in this episode. And yeah. we kind of expose other people too, did we? We did. 
Now it's time for the most exciting segment of our episode, which is song of the episode. And this week we have 不可以不欠 by Tia Ray. So Tia Ray spelled T-I-A space R-A-Y. And she's also a bilingual queen, which is why we are featuring her today. And the song, so okay, we're going to spell it out. Remember to take notes because we couldn't find the English translation to the song. So we don't know what's the best way for you to search this up. But basically, um, it's spelled B-U space K-U-I space B-U space Q-I-A-N. And it means not owing anything. Yep. And it's like a super fun song. And it's about her talking about how, like, let's break up because, you know, we're not going to last. I would rather not waste your time. So goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's the song. Um, we love her. She's really good at singing. You can go watch her videos on YouTube. You can find this song on Spotify, and it's one of her top songs. So yeah, and it's in her album called One Two One Two, and it's the... track three. Track three, yeah. Okay, that was actually a much smarter way to go about <laughs> it. Yeah, go search up her album One Two One Two on Spotify and like the numbers three. One Two One Two. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next week. 再见，再见。Bye. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Aya Podcast. Bye. Share the podcast with your friends. Bye. Okay, bye.